0: Hello and welcome to the daily poem presented this month by Bibliophiles. I'm Heidi White, and today is Monday, January thirty-first. Uh, today I'm going to read for you a poem by Edwin Arlington Robinson. He was an American poet born in eighteen sixty-nine, and he lived until nineteen thirty-five. Uh, he was a really interesting person. Uh, he was known in his youth as a recluse. Uh, he was depressed, uh, very often alone. He was a very solitary person and poverty stricken until his poetry began to gain traction. Uh, and then that alleviated his poverty, but not his solitude. He, did, he had very few friends. Uh, and his poetry has this very haunted quality to it. He was a modern poet, a capital M modern. And, and we'll talk about that again in a second with some of his themes. Uh, but I do want to point out that he did indeed become a premier American poet. He won three Pulitzer Prizes. Uh, he was known as a master of the sonnet in the United States. Uh, and he had a profound impact on later poets, uh, you know, like uh, Robert Frost and James Wright but he maintained his solitude throughout his entire life. Uh, and one thing you'll hear today in the poem I'm going to read for you today uh, that is characteristic of Robinson uh, and modern poetry in general is an exploration of a life unmoored from meaning, meaninglessness, purposelessness. Uh, and you'll also hear in this poem, uh, which I'm only going to read once, uh, it's a bit long. And so I'm going to offer my remarks now, uh, and hopefully you'll catch it while you, while you listen. So one of the explorations of Robinson's poetry is the return of the soldier from war. Uh, he wrote a lot of his poems about combat veterans from world war one. If you know anything about that time period, there was, uh, a very deep, uh, existential national and international, uh, humanitarian wounds that came from that war. Uh, and a lot of Robinson's poetry, today's poem in particular, uh, explore that, um, the loss of meaning, um, the sense of purposelessness, uh, a turning towards addictive behavior, which you'll hear with, the uh, references to the jug in today's poem, uh, and, uh, just a, a very profound loneliness, uh, that came out of, uh, what we now know is PTSD, which was just beginning to gain some kind of public understanding after World War I. Um, And many modern poets and novelists and authors explored uh, the results of World War I on the soul and on the country and on the international scene uh, in their works of poetry, and fiction, uh, and Robinson is no exception to that, and, and you'll, you'll certainly hear that. Um, so along with those overarching themes in this poem, also look out for doubles. Uh, you have uh, the narrator of our poem talking to himself, which presents a double, and then this contrast between kind of the party spirit and the lonely spirit, um, and uh, just some other uh, comparisons and contrast that lurk within the poem that create a sense of disagreement equilibrium on the part of the reader and certainly the narrator uh and uh which reflects this existential crisis that I was talking about this national and international crisis that I was talking about um, uh, you'll also hear in the poem some references to uh, medieval chivalry and medieval literature, uh, these medieval themes that reflect what the soldier desired when going off to war, right? This ideal of chivalry uh, and a sense of fighting for his country and self-sacrifice and courage as virtues. Uh, and then the soldier would go to war and discover that indeed it was, it was not what he had thought it would be. And then uh, returning soldiers wrestled with this um and uh, and so you'll certainly hear that in this poem as well. And one final comment about the poem is to pay attention to the uh, the one and only character within the poem Mr. Flood. Old ebon flood, and uh, you can hear that the ebb and flow imagery, uh, and that's another double that's presented within the poem to explore the idea of waxing and waning of fortune, um, as well as of course a reference to liquid, which you'll see in him flooding himself with alcohol throughout the poem. Uh, so, with those comments for you to uh, to think about and mull over as I read, uh, here is our poem, Mister Flood's Party. This is how it goes. Old Eben Flood, climbing alone one night over the hill between the town below and the forsaken upland hermitage that held as much as he should ever know on earth again of home, paused warily. The road was his with not a native near and Eben, having leisure said aloud for no man else in Tilbury town to hear. Well, Mr. Flood, we have the harvest moon again, and we may not have many more. The bird is on the wing, the poet says, and you and I have said it here before. Drink to the bird. He raised up to the light the jug that he had gone so far to fill and answered huskily. Well, Mr. Flood, since you propose it, I believe I will. Alone, as if enduring to the end the valiant armor of scarred hopes outworn, he stood there in the middle of the road, like Rolland's ghost winding a silent horn below him, in the town among the trees, where friends of other days had honored him. A phantom salutation of the dead rang thinly till old Eben's eyes were dim then. As a mother lays her sleeping child down tenderly, fearing it may awake, he set the jug down slowly at his feet with trembling care, knowing that most things break. And only when assured that on firm earth it stood, as the uncertain lives of men assuredly did not, he paced away, and with his hand extended, paused again, "'Well, Mr. Flood, we have not met like this in a long time, "'and many a change has come to both of us, I fear, "'since last it was we had a drop together. "'Welcome home.' "'Convivially returning with himself, "'again he raised the jug up to the light, "'and with an acquiescent quaver said, "'Well, Mr. Flood, if you insist, I might. "'Only a very little, Mr. Flood,' Fraud Lang Syne, no more, sir, that will do. So, for the time, apparently it did, and Eben evidently thought so too, for soon, amid the silver loneliness of night, he lifted up his voice and sang, secure, with only two moons listening, until the whole harmonious landscape rang. Fraud Lang Syne, The weary throat gave out, the last word wavered, and the song being done, he raised again the jug regretfully and shook his head and was again alone. There was not much that was ahead of him, and there was nothing in the town below where strangers would have shut the many doors that many friends had opened long ago. This has been The Daily Poem, produced by Goldberry Studios, post-production by Logan Green. I'm Heidi White. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow with another poem.